Welcome to Finding the More Ministries, where our mission is to inspire everyone to experience the exceeding abundantly more that Jesus has promised. We trust that our podcast will not only challenge you, but encourage your spirit to go deeper into God's Word. And now for today's speaker. Welcome back to our series on Women of the Bible. Today we're going to look into the book of Ruth. We're going to talk about Naomi and Ruth, and we're going to start with Naomi. Naomi was married. She had two sons and was happy, and they were living in Bethlehem. And a famine had come upon the land of Bethlehem. And I'm sure with famine, fear was strong. So Elimelech, her husband, decides that it would be best for them to go 30 miles to an idolatrous heathen country called Moab. What we see in this is they were not trusting God. They let their fear get the best of them, and they decided to help God go their own way to make sure that they had provisions. And in doing that, Naomi lost her husband to death. Her sons married Moabite women, which was not permitted in their culture. And her sons had passed away as well. So. Naomi, after 10 plus years in Moab, became a very bitter woman. And this bitter woman blamed God for everything that had happened. And don't we do that? Don't we look at things in our lives and and blame God because we know he's in control of all things. So he had to allow this to happen. So it's his fault, right? Not looking at we make decisions in our lives that we decide that I need to help God or I'm going to walk away and do things my way. And I can speak for myself. I made that decision to walk away and made decisions that had an impact on my life. And I'm sure we can all look back at decisions we made during our lifetime that we would go back and do things differently. But now that we've um, have advanced in our walk with the Lord to have an appreciation for it, that we can see the advantages of walking with the Lord and doing things his way, that it changes everything. And he wants good for our lives. And when we choose to trust him and let him provide for us, we surrender to him and he changes everything. So here we have this woman who was full of life. She was happy when she left Bethlehem that she's returning to Bethlehem because She's lost her husband. She's lost her two sons. And in that time period, a woman, a widow woman, had no one to take care of her if she had no family. And we know that she didn't have family in Moab because that's not where she was from. So she decided to go back to Bethlehem. And when she gets back to Bethlehem, the friends of hers saw that her countenance had changed. This happy woman had turned very bitter even to the point where she tells them, don't call me Naomi, call me Mara, because the Lord has treated me very bitterly and blamed it all on the Lord. And so she was not a happy camper. She was very bitter about how her life had come about. But we find Ruth, one of her daughters-in-law, is committed to Naomi. She was a Moabite woman, and she had come into the family. She was probably involved with the family 
approximately 10 years. And we know that her husband, the oldest son, Melon, probably told her all about their God and the history of their people and what God had done for them. He brought them out of Egypt with resources to start over. And God even parted the Red Sea. They walked over on dry land. I mean, it was just story after story about this God that did miraculous things that from her standpoint, being raised an idolatrous and worshiping the gods made of wood and stone and whatever they chose to make a God. She didn't know about this God that created all things, that cared for his people, that made things happen. I mean, he fed them as they wandered in the wilderness with manna. He gave them a fire cloud by night to travel by. I mean, he provided all kinds of things that they had never heard of. He he communicated with them through Moses and other great patriarchs. But this influenced her life so much that when Naomi made the decision to go back to Bethlehem, she clings to Naomi and is weeping. And she tells her in this beautiful two scriptures in Ruth 1, she says to her, Entreat me not to leave thee or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go. And where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people, and thy God, my God. Where thou diest, will I die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more also, if aught but death part thee and me. Isn't that beautiful? That was a commitment that she was making to Naomi. I want to be with you. I want to take care of you. I want your people to be my people, and I want to serve your God. She had been changed by this God that they served. She did not want to go back to Moab and her family. She wanted to stay in this lifestyle to serve the Almighty God. She wanted to stay by Naomi's side and take care of her. She could care less about her future. She trusted in God that he would provide. He would take care of them. She wasn't concerned about being a Moabite in the land of Bethlehem. She was not concerned about me, me, me. She was concerned about doing the right thing. Let me stay with my mother-in-law. Let me care for her because she has no one else. And together, we'll get through it. And that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to trust him, to know that he is our provider, that he cares for us. He loves us. He wants to take care of us. He wants to protect us from the things that come about like famine. He wants us to trust him for our future, knowing that he's guiding our steps. So Ruth is a great example of someone that was lost, that comes to know our God, this mighty God that is alive. He communicates with his people. He moves in mighty ways with his people. As we go further in the book of Ruth, we find that 
as a Moabite, she's not really aware of how things are done in that culture of being back in Bethlehem. So Naomi mentors her and helps guide and direct her as to how to help um, provide food. Ruth was a hard worker. She was willing to do whatever she needed to do. And she went into the fields and gleaned. And she didn't just go in expecting a handout. She went in and she worked hard to the point it was even noticed how hard she worked. She wasn't about finding a man to take care of her. She was a very independent, motivated woman. And her job at that time was to take care of her and her mother-in-law to make sure they had food. And she did what she needed to do. She did the right thing. And as we'll find, God moved mightily in the life of Ruth. He had a plan. He's always got a plan. And we don't always see that plan from our perspective. But when we trust in him, he knows where he's taken us. And we can trust him because he knows our end from our beginning. He knows what decision we're going to make before we even make it. He knows the thoughts that we're going to have before we even have them because he knows us. He created us. He knew us when we were before we were formed in our mother's womb. Scripture tells us that. So this is a God that we can trust. We don't have to worry about our future. It gives us freedom in that. And I want to touch on Boaz as well. Boaz was the son of Salmon, and he was one of the spies that went into Jericho before they went into take over the land as God promised them that they would. But Boaz was the son of Salmon and Rahab. Rahab was also a Gentile. And Boaz trusted God. He was a godly man. He was a wealthy man. And he walked in a lifestyle that honored God. He treated his servants, his people with respect. Um, he he loved them as part of his family. He did what God wanted him to do. He was an example of a man that was obedient to God. He exemplified Jesus as a kinsman redeemer. And as you read the book, you'll get more information on what exactly a kinsman redeemer is. But he comes in and he does the right thing in the right way, God's way. So he's an example of a Jewish man that followed the laws, that loved people and did things God's way. And that's what God wants us to do, to to follow him, to follow his ways. His ways are not to condemn us. His ways are to give us a good life. And that's what he wants us to do. He wants us to walk in the ways that he's going to lead us because there's things that he's going to do in our lives. But we have to be on that path to get there. And yes, we take side paths and he has to get us back on the path that he wants us to be on. But Boaz was a good example to us as Jesus is to his people because of his relationship, of his actions in the book of Ruth to come in and do the right thing. And as you read this book, it's 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 a quick read. It's about 15 minutes and you'll be able to go in and look 
at Naomi and Ruth and Boaz and walk away with such confidence in your trust in God that God is orchestrating things that we are not aware of. We don't know. Um, we know that Ruth and Bo- Boaz are used in a mighty way in the lineage of Jesus. So God is always working on our behalf. Naomi, who becomes this bitter woman, doesn't know the impact of God's plan for her life in future generations. It's just confirmation to us that God is in control of all things. He puts people in the right places at the right times. I mean, we we see that in our lives today in so many ways where there's a God moment. It was just meant to be. There was no other explanation as to how I was in this place at, at this time and met this person, that it had to be orchestrated by God. And again, this is just a wonderful example of how God works in our lives, that he is alive and so instrumental in making things happen for us that surrender to him and allow him to show us our path and how to walk that. And yes, there's going to be times that we come short, but the most important thing is to know that he loves you and never let the devil beat you up and tell you that you've done too much. You can't be forgiven and God doesn't love you anymore. That's a lie from the pits of hell. He loves you and he's waiting for you to turn back to him, to come back to him, to trust him, to surrender your life and to walk in his ways, to walk according to his will for your life, to bring him glory. And that's what it, that's what we were created to do, to praise him, to bring him glory. And we can do that. And it's not about you being left out or you're going to be missing something in life because I'm here to tell you that you can not have a better life than the one God has planned for you. And he's going to get you where you need to be. You're going to meet the people that you need to meet. And it's just going to be a beautiful life when you look at it. And you're going to have that happiness. You're going to have that joy. You're going to have that peace. Are there going to be hard times? Yes, there's going to be hard times. Uh, We live in a sinful world. Things happen. But he will never leave you or forsake you. And he will get you through it. And sometimes, yes, he has to carry us through it because we can't walk through it on our own. And I don't want to walk through any of it alone because he's with me. I can trust him. If I do my part, I know he's going to do his part. He does it sometimes when we're not even aware that he's done something to make it better for us. Sometimes we look back and go, wow, he had his hand on me when I had let go. He protected me from something. He brought someone in into my life at that one particular time that made a big difference in my life. He changes everything. So please walk away knowing that you can trust him. You need to be, uh, you need to decide to do the right thing. And the right thing is always to bring him glory. So read the book of Ruth. Enjoy it. It's a beautiful book of the Bible. And it's one of the two books that's named after a woman. The other book being Esther. So as Uh, 
a Gentile woman, especially when you look at the culture back in the time of Jesus, women were not put on a high pedestal. You know, they wouldn't even teach the the girls the scriptures. Uh, a lot of fathers chose to teach them anyway. All through the Bible, God is there for women. He 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 meets them where they are. He he reaches out to them. We are special in His sight. We are not less than. He created us as he did males, and he loves us so very much. So thank you for joining me today, and until next time, God bless. The Finding a More family would like to thank you for connecting with us today. You can find us at www.findingthemore.org or any of our social media platforms at Finding the More. Our prayer is that you experience the more in Jesus.